Welcome back for another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner, Joe Serrera. Basketball season is over for the high schools, and our area schools had a pretty good year. We'll start on the ladies' side of things. Southeast Guilford getting the job done. First appearance in a state championship game for the Falcons and first championship. Uh, Coach Rachel Clark leading them on a great run through the playoffs to a 3A title. They beat Cuthbertson High School from Waxhaw in uh, Union County, east of Charlotte, in a championship game. And I'll give people a little preview of our HSExtra.com All Area team and Player of the Year that's coming out. On our website on Friday, Kennedy Simmons, junior guard for Southeast Guilford. She's our player of the year. She earned that in the postseason, just kept getting better and better. 27 points in the state championship game. Uh, I say this in the best way. She was cold-blooded in that game. She hit big shots. She never got rattled, no matter what kind of a run Cuthbertson was making hit of her team. And her team in general, uh, senior Kristen Roberts with a big leadership role there and, and hitting some big shots in that game. And they trusted what they do, which is pressure people, turn them over with their quickness. Not a big team. Nobody taller than 5'9". Nine players on the roster, and yet they didn't fold against bigger teams throughout the playoffs. Made a great run. It was it was fun to watch, and it was something that I freely admit I did not see coming from that team. They had a couple of rocky moments during the regular season, three losses, and one to a Northeast Guilford team that, that finished with a losing record. But they were playing great basketball at the right time. And the great thing about that program is, other than Kristen Roberts, no seniors. There were a number of times during that state championship game when they had Kennedy Simmons, who's a junior, a sophomore, and three freshmen on the floor in a state championship game, and they did not look uncomfortable or out of place. The future is bright for that program, and a first state championship, that's a huge step for them. Uh, It certainly is. And, uh, Joe, this gives us a chance to also talk about some of the other girls' programs in the area, uh, most notably Northwest and Ragsdale, uh, coming up a little bit short this year. Yeah, a a tough season for Northwest Guilford. If if the Vikings are healthy, if Elizabeth Kitley, their two-time state championship game MVP, 6'5 center headed to Virginia Tech. If she hasn't torn an ACL back in last August and basically missed the season, she came back during the playoffs, got into three games. If she's healthy, that's a state championship team in 4A probably again. And then Kayla King, who missed a good chunk of last season but was back for the playoff run to the championship. She had a high ankle sprain in the first round of the HACO Invitational, sat for a few weeks, came back, And that same ankle, she had a stress reaction in it. They had to shut her down after the Metro 4A uh, tournament championship game. If they have either of those players, I think they they win another state championship. Title went to West Forsyth, a very good team. Don't get me wrong, no no disparaging them. But, boy, when you've got two players of that caliber, two future ACC players who were sidelined and and basically didn't play on – at the same time, all season, if they're healthy, that's a great team, and that's probably another state championship three in a row for them. Ragsdale was another team from the same conference, Metro 4A, won the Metro 4A tournament, also beat Northwest in the HACO Invitational Final when Kayla King wasn't playing. The two regular season games between them, won by Northwest convincingly, but Ragsdale, Coach Ben Bradford's team, has a bright future also. A lot of young talent there. They made a deep playoff run. We've got some very good girls basketball teams in the area we have for a number of years this year was no exception and either of those teams if things had fallen a little differently might have won a 4a title 
Now let's go ahead and take a look at the private schools. Uh, Joe, some news regarding uh, one of our private schools and uh, a pretty good ball player over at Greensboro Day. Uh, good enough to be our HSExtra.com private and charter schools player of the year, and that would be Carson McCorkle. Uh, 6'3", shooting guard for Greensboro Day. The news, not fresh today, but very recent, that he has re is reclassifying back to his original class, which would be graduating in 2020. Uh, he's been committed to the University of Virginia for a while now, and that was a decision that uh, he made with the coaching staff at Virginia, Tony Bennett and his staff, with Freddie Johnson, the Greensboro Day coach, and with his family, that he thinks he'll be ready, and the Virginia coaches think he'll be ready to come and join them. He's fine academically to graduate by then. You know that was a big decision for him, but uh, I the think Virginia coaches have thought he was ready since the day he stepped on campus. Though this is nothing new. We we have been hearing about this since he committed on campus. Yeah, and he he grew his game in a number of ways this season. Coach Freddie Johnson talked about that. He became a much better defensive player. He became more aggressive going to the basket, and he didn't lose his three-point shooting touch. This is a kid who shot 49% from three-point range this year. He's an 89% free-throw shooter. Uh, just just a, a prototypical shooting guard. Got a little, looked a little maybe leg weary early in the season. He had played with uh, the USA Basketball U uh, eighteen three on three team at uh, the World Junior Olympics in Argentina, and I think he was maybe a little worn out from that experience. The tryouts for that, the travel playing there. One of his teammates there, son of former uh, UNCG coach Fran McCaffrey, Patrick, who's headed to join his dad at Iowa. He was on that team, but I think he was a little leg weary early in the year. It took him a while to kind of get his legs back, get that bounce back, get that elevation on his shot, but. He was money down the stretch, along with, with uh, two of his teammates were outstanding in the postseason. Nick Eftimov had a great state championship game. Uh, he's still uncommitted, a senior post player, just got better as the year went on. And Cam Hayes, uh, another guard in the backcourt with Carson McCorkle, along with his senior Austin Inge. Cam Hayes is another kid who's probably going to play ACC basketball before he's done. That team was playing its best basketball, like all of these championship teams, down the stretch. They had a little bit of a wobble during the season. Uh, lost to Carmel Christian for Matthews pretty badly at home, which rarely happens to Greensboro Day. But they got on a run, and just another great job by that team and that coaching staff to get a NCISAA this time Class 4A state championship, third state championship in a row for Greensboro Day, and that was unprecedented for them. So a lot of good things happening there. Uh, certainly. And now uh, looking at boys' public schools, Southwest Guilford, uh, you want to talk about dominant. I mean, just an unbelievable season for Guy Shavers and his ball club. Yeah, 32-0 and finish, NCHSAA Class 3A champions, against Southwest Guilford's second title in three years. The previous one in 2017 was in 4A. Realignment dropped the Cowboys down to 3A. Uh, they had to go through a nationally ranked Concord Cox Mill team and Duke signee Wendell Moore Jr. Uh, it was a rough night or rough afternoon actually for uh, Southwest Guilford. They lost Christian Martin to a head injury in that game. Uh, he's on the road to recovery. Everything is looking good there, but they were down 20 to 19 when he got hurt, and they proceeded to win that game 88 to 58, a 30-point win, and a big reason for that victory 
was Jaden Turner, 6'5", senior wing for the Cowboys. He is our public schools player of the year. Could have been Keyshawn Langley, who had a great state championship game for them. But just the body of work on Jaden Turner and the way he came up so big in that game. 19 points in the second quarter of that game. 17 of those after Christian Martin got hurt. 29 for the game. He kind of put his stamp on the playoffs and, and to me the season with that game. But that's a team that had eight seniors, and they all contributed something. It was a group that had been together for most of their high school career, and they were just a pleasure to watch. Uh, played up-tempo, weren't afraid of any team, just a great basketball team to watch. They did have a little bit of a struggle in that state championship game. Some of that, I think, was the hangover of... Uh, Christian Martin's injury when they were playing right after it happened immediately against Cox Mill I don't think they had any time to think about it the week in between I think it did take a little bit of a toll on them seeing him uh, for a while in a medically induced coma and then coming out of it I think that hurt them a little bit and they went up against a Burlington Williams team coached by Tommy Colt that just played a great basketball game. Uh, Southwest pulled away in the fourth quarter, got their lead up to 18, kind of took their foot off the gas. The final margin was 67 to 60. The only single digits win for this Southwest Guilford team. They won every other game, every other one they played, the 31 others by at least 11 points, and their average margin of victory was 30 points. This was a very, very, very good basketball team. And I want to just give a, a little shout-out, too, to another team that, a little bit like Southeast Guilford, but maybe even more so, got on a roll that I didn't expect, won a state championship. That's the Bishop McGinnis Villains. Yeah, uh, won their game with .7 seconds left. Uh, congratulations to, uh, to those guys over in Cartersville at the 1A championship. Yeah, they they had to get past the top seed early in the playoffs in the third round, and that was Winston-Salem Prep. A Winston-Salem Prep team that's in their conference in Northwest 1A beat them three times during the season. Uh, Bishop, the villains, had not beaten them in a number of years, and that's a Winston-Salem Prep program that's won state championships. They beat them, and they just kind of rode that momentum in the state championship game, playing a very good Henderson Collegiate team that had only lost twice. Bishop going in with nine losses. That Henderson Collegiate team had chances to, to kind of put Bishop away, got some working margins and the villains just kept coming back and then in the final minute a junior for Bishop uh, Andrew Budzinski first gets a putback dunk and it wasn't pretty kind of rattled around a little bit and, and got a lot of oohs and ahs from the crowd that you know people were like wow he's he's a he's a big strong kid that he was able to do that and then a possession or two later he faces up at the foul line and on the bounce one-handed jam to tie the game and then at the end, seven-tenths of a second to go, inside, gets the ball, gets fouled, hits the first free throw. That's the winning margin. Looked like he would have dropped in the second one, but he missed it intentionally. That was the game plan. And Bishop gets a state championship, their first since 2009. A great job by that team. Uh, just just well, a well-oiled machine in the playoffs. They struggle a little bit at times during the season. But uh, Josh Thompson, the coach there, has done a fantastic job over the years, and uh, this team was just fun to watch in the playoffs. Uh, Joe, before we wrap things up, just some news with uh, a couple of our city schools. Uh, Evan Fancourt has uh, taken the job over at Page and will be the new basketball coach, and Grimsley getting ready to announce their new basketball coach here uh, in the coming days. Yeah, Evan Fancourt did a fantastic job at Southern Guilford. They had the misfortune of uh, drawing Southwest Guilford in the third round of the playoffs, and we know how that turned out, but uh, they hung with 
Southwest Guilford for a half. Uh, Tyler Dearman, senior on that team. Julius Birch, Jimmy Cooper. That was a great group of seniors. They had a great final two years, and a lot of that can be attributed to Coach Fancourt. He did a fantastic job with them. Paige is getting a good basketball coach. Matt Harder moved up from uh, boys basketball coach to athletics director, but that's that's a great hire for them. And South, Southern will be looking for a new coach, but he's laid a great foundation there, and whoever succeeds him in Southern Guilford should be pretty good too. Well, that'll do it for this edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. Uh, we'll be back during the spring to talk about some of the spring sports, and I'm sure that we'll have plenty to talk about with spring football as uh, rosters start to get set and things start to take shape around the county. So for my partner, Joe Serrera, I'm Spencer Turkin, reminding you to continually check hsextra.com for updates around Guilford County and the Rockingham County area. Take care, everybody.